Welcome to Tales of an Outdoor Writer. I'm Mark Freeman, Outdoor Writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Medford, Oregon. And here we are with Jamie Lush, Mail Tribune photographer in Top Floor Bar at Fort Otter's Irish Pub, like we are wont to do on Wednesday afternoons, talking about outdoors. Now, you know, the thing about, you know, the outdoor beat, it's such a totally different beat than anything else at a newspaper or a TV station. You know, most of them are based on governmental entities and stuff like that, and we're based on activity. It's like the ING beat, the ING beat, you know, it's about fishing, hiking, hunting, boating, birding, all sorts of stuff. But really, the way I've looked at it all these years is it's, it's even more than that. It's really about passions. It's about what people are passionate about. You know, they don't get passionate about stuff that goes on at City Hall, but they're really passionate about what happens uh, in their connection to the outdoors. You know, n- nobody calls the, uh, the, beat, the City Hall beat writer and says, yeah, man, I just moved up here from California, and, uh, you know, I used to go to uh, city council meetings down there for fun, and I don't know any around here. Can you recommend a, a city council or two that I can go hang out and check out? Never going to happen. People really want to know about this stuff. And it seems like, Jamie, that every week we're talking to a new group of crusaders. You know, they're just so passionate about what they do that uh, they can't understand why any other people aren't the same way. It's like we always ask them, you know, so, you know, of all the things you could choose, why this? And almost all of them respond the same. It's like, well, why not this? How can you not do this? And, And sometimes it's like they're a little bit cheesed that, we don't get done doing whatever they do and just expect to... Uh... Yeah, we get to some of these outdoor assignments and the people are... Some of these stories are just flat-out nutty. Uh, but they're, like Mark said, they're completely passionate about it. They're into it. They can't imagine why the world doesn't like doing these things. And I think about my passions with... Uh, well, mostly with fishing. And I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and we'll fish from sunrise to sunset and... I can't imagine why other people don't like doing that, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> for me, it's just heaven, but not for everybody. Exactly. But even so, some of these guys go way over the top. You know, walking over here to the bar, I was thinking about those, uh, we did that story about the uh, carp, bow carp hunters. They uh, fished for uh, carp in Kelly Slough behind when Gold Ray Dam was there with compound bows with like little fishing reels attached to them, and they'd bow fish for carp. I'm like, and they, they, remember they called us up like, hey, you want to come bow fishing with carp? It's awesome. And we're like, of course we got to come do that story. <laughs> I grew up carp fishing. Uh, we used uh, corn and did it from the bank, and it was a good time. Carp were fun. But, yeah, these guys, it was full-on, you know, expensive, you know, bow setups. They were pretty into it. They all te- decked out on their gear. Yeah, we're like, uh, so what do you do with these carp? You know, it's not like you can bow fish and, you know, catch and release bow fishing. And they're like, oh, eat this stuff. And we're like... It's carp, man. I kind of heard carp was edible, but <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, and it's like, he's like, yeah, we smoke them. It's really good. And it's like even better than smoked salmon. I'm like, no, no way, hold on a sec here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we like, he's like, so you know how he makes it? He's like, they kill these fish and they flay them and they put them in cold water in the refrigerator for like four days to soak the mud out of them. And they smoke the hell out of these fish. And uh, or he brought some of that stuff and he's like, isn't this awesome? And he's like, he gave us this piece, and he's expecting us to say this is the best fish he's, I've ever had. And and he's like, isn't that better to smoke salmon? It's like, no, man. Yeah, it was, like, kind of palatable, <laughs> sort <laughs> it was, of. It was terrible. <laughs> and he's like, do you want some more? I'm like, no way, man. <laughs> but it was fun. You know, we were you know, just kind of buzzing around those backwaters. You know, uh, that was when Gold Ray Dam was there. 
it held back enough water that was stagnant and warmed by the sun that there were a lot of warm water fish that normally wouldn't survive anywhere else in the Rogue were back there. And there were bass and, um, you know, these big, uh, there's some channel cats in there. And, but a lot of these big carp, and they were really spooky. And I remember he shot a few at a few and he missed, and he was really upset that he didn't get one for us. But it, it, it was a fun day. <laughs> as long as they didn't have to eat any more of that crap. You know, another one, we did that, those mounted, rogue-mounted archers. It's these, these crazy people. They, they, they have these horses, and they shoot uh, bows, compound bows and arrows uh, off the back of the horse, and it's like they're channeling in their inner hunt. You know, they're, they're riding, and they're shooting at targets as if they're, you know, like somehow uh, either, sh like, shooting quail off the ground or a partridge in the air, or if it's some kind of, like, siege of a city, they just drop the reins on the horse and kick it and just go balls out down the down this track shooting these arrows at this stuff and it was this really primal thing for them they kept talking they were just screaming and and people they were so stoked about that and they're like you want to try you want to try i'm like i'm good <laughs> i'm not that good with the horse remember when mark brought me brought that assignment along i was thinking oh, wait, wait come again tell me again what, what that's all about and it's like well yeah the people are on horseback with bow and arrow and they fly down a track and shoot at a target and i'm like uh Okay, sounds cool. Let's give it a go. <laughs> and these people's lives are all around this. They're so into it. And it's funny. You can go there and you can, you can test drive it. They, they actually rent stuff. They even rent you a horse and rent you some time out there. And they got this cool thing new. I was just talking to these guys a little while ago. Again, uh, they got something they call the Iron Horse as a way to teach uh, and get new people in the sport. They got, a, uh, they got a trailer with a 55-gallon drum in it and a saddle on top of that. And the guy, uh, Darren, who kind of runs a show down there, he gets his four-wheeler and he straps that, uh, that uh, trailer to the back and he hauls down the course so you could uh, shoot at the targets as if you're riding a horse but not, you know, worry about falling down and breaking your neck. It's, <laughs> that, that's how passionate these guys are about getting people started in their sport. Then again, as a photographer, a fairly passionate photographer myself, I wanted to get a really great shot that day, so I decided to to try to have the mounted horseback rider with the bow and arrow shooting directly at me. So oh, yeah. Having a conversation with them. So <laughs> can I be, like, near the target so you're shooting towards me? And so I'm, you know, out there trying to execute this photo, thinking to myself, uh, maybe a guy flying down on a on a, a horseback with a bow and arrow shooting towards me is not the best idea, but that's yeah. the angle I wanted, so I went for it and ended up getting a great shot. <laughs> not shot. <laughs> not shot. That's one of those you definitely don't tell OSHA about. But, though, you know, I think the, the craziest guy we ever did was Pram Man. You remember Pram Man? I was kind of jealous of his adventure. That sounded pretty good to me. So Pram Man is this guy named Casey Rowland of Ashland. It was uh, in 2011, because 2010, they took uh, Gold Ray Dam out. And this dude was sitting around realizing that, well, you know, no one's really run the whole river in over 104 years. You know, when they took Gold Ray Dam out, uh, it was 157 free-flowing miles of the Rogue River for the first time since 1904. And he figured, well, you know, there have been stories about people who've, who've run it in, in rafts and, you know, portaged around... Uh, Gold Ray and stuff, and maybe there's some guys who'd rafted since then. But he figured there's no one has done it in a pram, and there's a reason no one has done it in a pram. Yeah, I grew up rowing. That's how I learned to row. Drift boat was in a pram, and uh, white water is not something they're built for. It's an eight foot long boat with with small size, 
and it's square front and back, and he rose it uh, sitting down. So he said, he, he on New Year's Day at 2011, he launches it uh, at Coal River's Hatchery, and he starts going down. Uh, he's got all his provisions in his boat, and he's take, kind of taking his time, and, and then, you know, the weather conditions got bad, and he was going, and I guess he, uh, he went through everything okay, pretty much they got to below Grant's Pass. He ran Dunn Riffle and broke an oar in there and spun out, almost sunk in there. And then he gets uh, down in the wild and scenic stretch of the road past Grave Creek. So he's gone uh, by then 60 miles. Yeah, past the point of no return down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was <laughs> an issue there because the water came up and the rain was going and uh, it got to, you know, high water levels and he was not safe from the ride. So he, he ditched his pram at like eight miles below Grave Creek and hiked out and uh, came back two weeks later with a guy in a raft, a buddy of his, to carry all his crap because he figured there's no way he's going to get through Coffee Pot and, and Blossom Bar and some of these Class 3s uh, down there in this little pram. And uh, this dude carried all his stuff for him. And sure enough, he kind of made it out. Four days later, he shows up in Gold Beach and I'm talking to him. And it's like... Uh, He's all stoked, you know, and we're like, well, hey, well, what about this two-week hiatus? I mean, can you really say that it's, you know, the first pram trip? He got all mad. He's like, no, hey, man, it's like, I did it. If you don't like it, screw you. And, you know, and if you want to do it all at once, you go do it at once. And he was so stoked about that. And he was just like, man, I would, I've done some stupid things in my life, but I would have never done that. Hey, to each their own. <laughs> well, that's what we have for you today, folks. If you like what you hear, share with your friends. If you don't, share it with your enemies. Better off, come on down to Fort Otters on a Wednesday afternoon and buy us a beer. Either way, we'll see you outside. <laughs>